Christmas specials make sense because uh, they follow a life of right, yes. people. Like, you choose it. You either but are not this movies. movie or you are not. You are either the princess like, switch. Like, we don't need or that you're... Beauty and the Beast Christmas sort of special where she, like, oh, but I dismantles an organ. Like that one. Uh, I like that one a lot. Like Is it a good... Is it? I mean, there's a low bar. <laughs> well, because yes. they were very smart about it. It wasn't so much a Christmas special. They just kind of pretended like they went back to the Christmas that she spent there. That they right, yeah. Over they're like, remember movie. that scene where they're throwing snowballs at each other? Well, there was this like is... a week surrounding that on either side, probably. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Total characters just that affected the entire castle that you just never knew about. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And there was also some little sassy little French something, right? Well, uh, oh yeah, the Lumiere angel. was always the in angel. love with them. No, 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 the angel. Oh, you're right. The angel. She yes. was my favorite. I was like, why? Got you, go. evil organ. Yeah. The evil organ. Yeah, they smashed that fucking scary. shit up, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember it that well. They Me either. The organ kind of has the same energy as that, um, that AC unit in Brave Little Toaster. Anybody remember that? Okay. <laughs> I Did anybody of... else identify? Is, wait, is Blanky a gay icon? Yes. So is the toaster. I think the toaster is gay too. Maybe. Um, I kind of blocked that movie out because it was like somehow oh traumatic it to me. It is traumatic. I don't know. No, and I, I can't even like, beginning. it literally is like I can see the movie and it's like, just kind of a blank space. The movie starts no with like story this is. trauma I'm, of like. We had this magical life and then it all went away and we've just been waiting for our boy to come back and we love him so much and we miss him so much and Blanky's just like off. I mean. Also, that blanket is very unsafe. Oh, so unsafe. It is a fire hazard. Fire hazard for a child. Absolutely. But then like 10 or 15 minutes into the movie, you have this AC unit that like flips out on all of the rest of the appliances and then dies. Oh yeah, doesn't he like have like a a like mental breakdown? Yes, a traumatic mental he's breakdown. He's like he's never coming back, and you need to get over it. And dies. Do you remember the scene when they were singing about their life in a junkyard and like going to like the place? No, I'm telling you, I blocked this movie out because something in that triggers deep, scary things for me. Oh, maybe we should do a commentary track on it. I am down for that. If you want to hear that, yeah, retweet. Oh, right. Or we're not even on Twitter. Anyway, hi. <laughs> hi. I'm Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Andy. Did we plan anything this time? Nope. Okay. And this is Almost Modern, Modern Life, Life, a podcast about Brave Little Toaster and how childhood it, memories can sometimes be scarring. Yes. Horrifying. Black that shit out. No. Um, the shit that made us gay. Yeah. The shit that made us Wraps gay. us out. What's this week? You know, it's been a, it's been a week. We actually haven't been apart that long because we're recording on Monday because yeah. we leave on Wednesday to New York. Yeah. Um, but so I didn't really there. get to see you this weekend. So no, we didn't. I didn't see like you at forever. all. No, I was at my. I mean, you did come over yesterday. I know. I really just came over because I was like, I haven't seen you in like all weekend, and it's weird. And over forty eight hours. I know. It was really weird, uh, and I just needed to gossip about shit, um, as I do, um, or whatever. I think we just watched like Jonathan. What did we watch? We did. We watched um, one of those Tan France. Dressing Funny. Dressing Funny. That's yes. what it's called. But, uh, 
the outfits are so bad. Yeah, they were so bad. Uh, bad. So uh, bad. John Mulaney or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, he came in wearing a perfectly fine outfit. Yeah, he looked great. He looks great on stage. Let's not change perfection. Yeah, no. And mm. Tan's like, let's make you fuckable by putting you in Pete Davidson outfits. Yeah, it was I don't know. really weird. They just kind of made him dress like An- Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> not Antony. Antony. That's <laughs> what you kept calling him. That. Um, but I went to my sister's wedding this weekend. Isn't that a movie? Out in... That's my best friend's wedding. Mm, oh. Another good movie. Okay. Sister Muriel's wedding. There's a, there's something in there. Um, I went out to is it this ranch kind of north, far north Dallas. What do we call that? It was like Decatur. Decatur. Like Northwest Yeah. JP came on the day of the ceremony as my stand-in little wedding date. Everyone loved him. My nephew said he reminded him of Anthony, which... Doesn't make sense. He's living on, but I don't get it. It doesn't <laughs> make sense. As much as I love you, JP, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think he, they're just stereotyping gays based on Queer Eye at this point, which is interesting because that puts me as a JVN. Or a Bobby. You're a Bobby. I'm a Bobby? Yeah. My nephew would qualify you as a Bobby. Great. That's how they do it. They just quick. Um, You'd be a Bobby, too. Yeah, he's a Bobby. I'm an Anthony, don't you think? Yeah, you're a Bobby Anthony. (laughs) I think I'm a JVN Anthony. (laughs) Kind of somewhere in between. You're JVN Bobby. Am I? Okay. That's fine. I accept it. (laughs) Um... But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was really pretty. I posted a lot of stories. Um, that house was huge. It was, was massive. That? It sleeps twenty seven people. Jesus Christ. Um, I really want to do like a getaway, like a good like HML getaway. Maybe we'll make it like a thing. If you want to come out, does somebody in your family own that house? No, no, no. Okay. It, was, it was she just found it, but it was yeah. only like seven fifty a night to rent the whole house. Okay, that's we're cheap have to find as shit. Ask ton of people then. But seven, even then, like. 20 people, 750, one night, that's nothing. 20 people is an ass ton of people. Yeah. I mean, we know that many people. That we like? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We have a kickball team. (laughs) Um, There's 13 people on that. And if we we find 10 and they get a plus one, it makes it interesting, right? Like mix of people, whatever. Um, One of my... Or as JP said, sex. Um, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um... But it was a lot of fun. One of my unnamed, underaged uh, relatives, Relatives, I'm not going to say who or what, got very, very drunk um, and Mm. like passed out in his bed. Yeah. Wait, this was, but this was after. This is after the ceremony. No, but also after. After I had thrown up. Oh, well, we're not going to talk about that. Are we not? Okay. So we're going to call him out for underage drinking, but not for... Okay. Yeah, I was not involved sure. in this part of the evening. Mm-hmm. This is two separate days. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they found it. Yeah, so I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> They're doing it anyway. I'd rather them do it supervised. If you're going to drink, I'd rather you drink here. <laughs> I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. Uh, but... Uh, yeah. And then... He, yeah, he got banished to the uh, uh, washroom yeah. to, for the night... Um, and was very hungover and sweaty all the next day. I felt so bad. Meanwhile, oh. I threw up both mornings. I love a hungover teenager. That's just justice right there. Yeah. My, <laughs> the family made him oh, do Oh, you're work. young and hungover? Yeah, and they made him do, like, manual labor during his hangover as punishment. And I was like, that's Amazing. great. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're fine now. Wait till tomorrow. Yeah. You're going to get fucked over. Yep. Um, that's great. 
But yeah, like I said, I threw up both mornings. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't oh. even think I, I don't think it was from really excessive uh-huh. drinking. I think it was just from drinking all day. Does that make sense? Sure. Because by the time that I was going through all that, by the time I went to bed, I was like sober as a rock. Mm. I feel like I drank all day Saturday. Yeah, I didn't hear anything from you all Saturday, I feel like. No. Well, I mean, I drank, and then you still went to I ate Whataburger and fell asleep for like two hours, and then drank more. Party. Uh, and you fun. had kickball. We did not win. We didn't. We lost pretty handily. Only like, seven to zero. Yeah, but bad. didn't really even come close to scoring a point at any point during the game. <laughs> yeah. Let me try. Um, it's fine. And then you went to we Woody's uh-huh. afters. Yeah. And then you went to Roundup. Apparently, everyone got shitty drunk at Roundup, from what I hear. Yeah. I mean, Pretty much. It was a blast. The business as usual. Yeah, just another normal day. That's what makes us gay. Speaking it's of... The vodka? It's, what? It's the vodka? The vodka. The vodka I a lot does of whiskey it. on Saturday. Gay water. Why? I was just feeling it. Ew. I like whiskey on occasion. That's why everyone's so fucked up. What was Hannah drinking? Probably whiskey? Uh, yeah. That's why. <laughs> I want to say, yeah. She usually does. Entirely sure. Coke, I think. Yeah. Um, but that brings us to today's topic. Pride? Pride! Gay pride. Rainbow pride. LGBTQI pride. I Gays A- doing gay plus. all month. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the acronym. A- everyone pride, except the straight people. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, they get their own pride festival now. In Boston. So happy. Oh my God. <laughs> They so exciting. Pride parade right off a of pier. What's it going to do? Haba. What are they going to do? Like, hey, could you silence your phone while I'm we're sorry. recording? Oh, my cousin. Um, Great. What are they going to have? Like, Axe Body Spray, mm-hmm. Flow, like, Pass Out, Taco like, Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. What? You can say things, JP. You don't have to be silent. It's like a Chick fil A drive through. Oh, Chick fil A. Yeah, Chick fil A. Yeah. Yeah, Yakanapanopolis. Oh, yeah, they're having a gay grand marshal. Self-hating gay marshal. He follows me on HML. Be wary. I am. I don't know why. Toxic. I'm wondering if he's listening right now. Milo, what up? Why you here? Doesn't seem like you're seen, but... No. Okay, cool. Really. But yeah, so what is pride, Andy, Andy, Danny, Spadani? Uh-huh. What does pride mean to you? Well, hmm. I'm not an overly... You know, emotional, touchy-feely person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not some, like, you know. I To me, it's that one time of year where I tell my parents, like, I won't be coming to dinner this weekend because I'm going to the Pride Parade. And Every it's like weekend. my one, my one <laughs> it's like the one weekend a year where I check in with my parents and I'm like, remember, I'm still gay. Uh-huh. Uh, and Respect then we me. don't talk about it really uh-huh. any other time. <laughs> but I'm like, I am gay. <laughs> I am going to this parade. Uh-huh. I'm going to get shit-faced. So don't expect to see me. But again, what is that different from any other weekend, really? Because you can talk about it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and the parade's on a Sunday. Yeah. The Lord's which, Day. The Lord's Day. Which is when I usually have dinner with my parents. Very wholesome. Mm-hmm. But not on Pride parade sunday no 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 well that's good yeah do you think you feel does it make you feel like a better gay man uh sure do you feel like part of something bigger Mm, sometimes i don't know i'm throwing uh 
Pride happy hour at work tomorrow. Interesting. So that'll be interesting. While you're on vacation? I like, yeah, I know. I'm going to work for an hour to, <laughs> to drink. Be gay. <laughs> I was like, well, I think I can swing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's been interesting seeing, because I sent out a calendar invite, so seeing all the people in the office that are accepting or declining, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Everybody that's declining, well, okay, you're a homophobe, so I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. Noted, there's a secret <laughs> list that you don't know about, yep. and you're mm-hmm. on it. Um, interesting. Well, that's fun. Yeah. We thought about trying to do something like that at work, but then, like, I looked at, like, the four other gay people in don't, my office, and we were like... You work at, like, a fashion company. Surprisingly, was... lots of straight people, lots of straight men, uh-huh. uh, and, and women. So there's really only one, two, three, four... Maybe five gay men that I know of. Uh huh. Um, plus our butch correspondent. Plus our butch Although correspondent. She's, she's yeah. This is her like last week. Oh, we're gonna gone. miss her. Um, we have another lesbian there though. That's like going to take her place, but she's not very friendly. She doesn't like me. She's kind of like oh. a little loner. Like, but if you listen, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carter's like cut. <laughs> You don't like uh, that? No, you can't call her co-workers a loner on your podcast. Yes, I can. No. She doesn't talk to me. <laughs> and I'm going to leave this in. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am very friendly. Everyone is friends with me in the office. They all think we're friends, but we're not. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I love all of you because I know some of you listen. Um, None of my coworkers listen, so I no, can talk about whoever I want. Um, well, pride for me is... Uh, I, I just kind of use it as an excuse to, like, be more gay. Um, well, sure. The shorts are shorter. The shorts are shorter. I'm out shirts gay are louder. drinking. The shirts are way louder. I got so many gay shirts for World Pride. Like, I kind of went a little, like, overboard. It was kind of like with St. Patrick's Day where I was like, mm-hmm. I don't own any green shirts. And now all of a sudden I have 40 of them. Right. I just kind of, I kept buying them because I was like, you know, there's going to come up and I'm going to forget and I might as well just have them now. Um, and then I got a bunch sent for me from like a queer queer, 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 I can't really say it, but is it like culture and queer? Yeah. And I posted it on my story, um, from the gay backpacker. He sent me some stuff and then gift tees and everything else. But, um, gift tees, gift, like, like, like a, well, gif tees, gif No, I pronounce it gif. Thank you. Okay, well, uh, whatever. But how, you can't put a gif on a t-shirt. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to explain the company. Like a meme tee? Yeah, it's kind of like a meme like tee. Okay. It's a lot of real housewives stuff. are moving. Stuff. It's a lot of real housewives you know? stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, it's like the words underneath a gif being put on a t-shirt. So like the gif that's like, move, I'm gay. That's the one uh-huh. I got. So it's just the words that say, move, I'm oh, gay. Oh, like a quote. Yeah, a quote, a quote from a gif. A quote from a popular gif. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was a video before it was a gif. Okay, I don't know. I don't so know. It's just a, I don't it's know. Just a quote. Not my company, but I like the shirt. <laughs> just um, quote. But thank you for my stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's just, it's kind of cool to like go out and like, I kind of use it as like a personal holiday because at work I'm like, you know, you have your families oh, yeah. and you have your kids and you know what? I have a bunch of screaming homosexuals yeah. at a, at a parade. Yeah, I always make sure to book vacation for the day after the parade. Yes. Cause I'm like, I'm going to be hungover. I need so a detox. I'm not going to apologize Absolutely. for that. 
Yep, I take an extra day. I'm like, this is my holiday. This is my religious yeah. holiday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sure. I just need you to accept it. And this is my high holiday. Yes, high mm-hmm. holy days. I don't. I don't pull any of my Jewish holidays. I work through you those. Save you. Save it. <laughs> I save it for Gay Pride for and my gayness. birthday. Those are mine. Yeah, those are my holidays, not yours. And I get precedence. That's how I treat it. And that's what Gay Pride is to me. I mean, and I like being with all everybody and just right. feeling the movement and and you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just it does exciting. feel nice. I think I'm gonna feel different after. I New definitely York. had that moment when I'm like at the parade, and. I specifically felt this last year, not so much this year because the parade was weird and we'd spent the whole time waiting in line for alcohol. Standing in a cage. Uh, yeah, behind a fence. It was weird. Uh, last year, though, I specifically remember like kind of having that moment where you look around and you see all your straight friends that are out there celebrating with you and you're just like, wow, I'm really yeah, glad that see, I found that's people what that I like. I like. I like having the streets come. Yeah. I know that's weird, but I think it's so... Well, like the the moms and dads walking around in the shirts that say like free mom hugs and free yes, dad hugs. I think that's, like that's, that to me is the best is mm-hmm. like, even though everyone says like pride is a protest, for me it's just like the, the culture it represents like taking a standing, but it's everyone else accepting. Well, cause we're moving from a place where it's becoming less of a protest and more of a show of acceptance from others. So like we're moving from that place where we're having to fight to say like we deserve space and we deserve to be here to a space where we're actually getting to celebrate the fact that we are accepted and loved and we, do have space now. Yes. And I think we'll talk more about how we got to that place. Yes. After the break. Story time. Yay. Story time. I love story time. Anyway, we'll be right back. It's like I'm powerful. Representative. Why are you on the phone? Wait, did you ask to talk to a robot instead of a human? Anyway, welcome back. Are we recording? Okay. Yes. Welcome back. Um, JP's taking a call, huh? Yeah, he's on the phone with Best Buy, I guess. No, no. Seems it's a voicemail. Okay. Now, anyway. Seems right. Anyway. Seems like a thing you should be doing during a podcast. Now. What? Welcome back. Why do you keep pointing at us like that? <laughs> because Carter doesn't like my soft intros, and okay. I'm going to leave it in. Because sometimes I just do it to spite him. Sup, guys? I But here we are. It's like finger yeah, it's, it's a deep fingering. Stop fingering the air, Carter. But here we are. All right. We are. I have asked Andy to prepare. Yeah, he sent me a text today asking if I could do a little bit of homework. Because I was busy. Which you were at home eating Whataburger in your bed. I saw the photo, and True. I don't need judgment for True. asking for help. But I don't. I don't like the word homework. Okay. Brings me back to school. That's well, dramatic. can you work from your home? Okay. Please do research. But I did write a three-part outline of <laughs> what Story I'm going time. to talk about I'm gonna, today. No, I'm going to settle in. Because gonna, you called it homework. I'm going to settle this in. Um, I'm going to get real cozy. Come here. Come here, Wolfie. And as with all my outlines puppy. from school, it's Wolfie's going to sit with me. For lumpy. This. Can you hear me from here? Uh, I'm going to... Hold on. Wolfie. Wolfie always wants... Wolfie. Wolfie, come here. Wolfie, Wolfie always wants my attention. Wolfie. Okay. So today, kids. Story time. JP, you can also participate. Carter, you can also participate. This <laughs> is this is story for the kids. 
Make sure to sing out, Louise. We're, let's let's name this segment Ooh. real quick. Let's name it. Let's name it. Let's name it. Story for the kids. <laughs> wow, what a great name! Thank you, thank, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> this uh, is story for the kids. So today, mm-hmm. I want to take you back to 1969, Ooh, famously the year we went to the moon. Famously, according to that even Stevens episode, episode that word. right. Is it? Or was it 59? Oh, no. No, it was definitely the influenza musical episode of Even Stevens, where she sang the song about going to the moon in 19, either 50 or 69. When did we actually go to the moon? 69? Okay, so that must be right. We went to the moon in 1969. Yeah. 1968 for the year after. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you not... I watched a lot of Even Stevens, but I also blocked that out too, except for the Even Stevens movie where the god was called Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) And they fought over a peanut. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to go back to 1969. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in 1969, homosexuality or sodomy was still... Just doing it at the butt. Well, it's actually doing it in any way that is not procreative. So, oral or anal. Oh. Yeah. Who knew? That's not a fun world. No, right? No. Uh, well, anyways, homosexuality or sodomy was legal in 49 states, punishable by heavy fines or imprisonment. Was this before we had Hawaii? Uh, no. This? Oh. 69? <laughs> yeah, we had all 50. Yeah. Oh, okay. What state was it legal? Oh, some were progressive. <laughs> was Maine the first state to legalize gay marriage? No, you're thinking Maryland. Oh, okay, Maryland. cool. It was one of the M states, guys. Uh, with homosexuality and sodomy being illegal so many places, uh, bars actually became very crucial to the gay liberation movement, which I think kind of we still feel the effects of today of like, Bars being the safe place oh, for absolutely. homosexuals. Going, I mean, going to straight bars is like fun every now and then. But when you get a group of people that only want to go there, it's like, Oy. I just, I need to be around people that like, I can touch a butt and it's <clears throat> fine. So what's interesting about the story that we're listening to, we're delving into today, uh, the Stonewall riots, mm-hmm. uh, is that the Stonewall Inn, which was the bar that the Stonewall riots happened at, uh, was actually owned by the mafia at the time. So if I may sidetrack for a moment. Yeah. So my mother was born in 1951. So she <laughs> would have been what? At, the, at 69, like 18. Yeah. So she, when she was like 18 to 20, she actually worked in gay bars in New York. So mm-hmm. she was actually there for a lot of this time. Uh. And majority of the gay bars were owned by mafia because it would make money. Yeah. And then they would have meeting spaces like, Underneath, so mm-hmm. I remember she would tell me stories that she would literally like play hostess, and like if you were a gay, she'd send you to the bar, mm-hmm. and if you were mafia, she would like escort you down well, to the bottom. And it was just the kind of shady business that they mm-hmm. were interested in because it involved bribing the police to look the other way, mm-hmm. because which protected they us. were giving a gathering space for gays. Um, but they also weren't. I mean, the mafia weren't totally being good guys because they would overcharge patrons of the bar because this was, you know, like the only place they could go. High demand. And they would extort more money out of their wealthy patrons 
by threatening them to out them. Well, that's depressing. So not always the best place to be. And so that's part of what fueled this fire that kind of exploded at the Stonewall riots is that this was the one almost safe place that LGBT people had to go, but then it wasn't even safe there because they were constantly having police raids where police would come in and arrest people that were, uh, you know, they would arrest them for either soliciting homosexual relations or wearing non-gender conforming clothes. Right. Which that's insane that you could arrest somebody for wearing a dress when they're a man. Yeah. Uh, so take off your mom jeans, Steven. Yeah. Yes. That's what it was. Terrible. I can wear a high-waisted jean. (laughs) Yeah. So the day that the Stonewall riots happened, uh, they, well, it happened over multiple days, but it started on June 28th, 1969. And there was a police raid. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I actually read an interview with Sylvia Rivera, who was one one of of, on that mural, one of the ones in the mural that just went up in Mm -hmm. Oak Lawn in Dallas, um, who it's interesting. So I was reading all this stuff about uh, Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera, and there's multiple conflicting accounts uh, about a lot of things. well, I feel like it all just kind of happened really fast too, so it's not yeah. really surprising that people. Well, saw but even some things thing. like um, some articles referred to Marsha Johnson as a self-identifying drag queen. She's trans. Well, yeah. Whereas other articles would refer to both of them as being trans. Some would refer to them as being drag queens. I think in Sylvia Rivera's interview that I read, she didn't. Actually, she n- never referred to herself as trans, but she did refer to herself as a tra- as a drag queen. Yeah. Well, I thought so, it was the time. Too. Yeah, that's probably what she identified mm-hmm. as at the, the time. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I read, I got to read her whole account of the story, which didn't actually mention uh, Marsha P. Johnson. But she said that uh, you know she was she went there to like hook up with this guy the police came in for their usual payoff because, you know, they would come in and ask, you know, basically ask for a bribe. And if they didn't get it, then they would raid the place. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they came in, they started raiding the bar uh, and pushing patrons out the door. And she said that patrons just, they would, they started throwing change at the police from across the street Basically being like, well, here's your fucking payout. Like, fuck you. Yeah. And uh, from other accounts that I've read, there were some other things being thrown at the police uh, that caused them to go back inside the bar and lock themselves in. Mm -hmm. And then uh, from most of the accounts that I've read, protesters outside started throwing (laughs) Molotov cocktails in into th- the bar, into the bar, setting it on fire. Oh yeah, I knew that. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't. It was not this peaceful. No, no, no. Love hippie protest. It was. It was a violent protest. Oh yes. Uh, but I think that was important for the fact that it was something that got the attention of 
the nation yeah. and kind of said, we are here. Well, did you, um, did you also see too in any of it? And I don't know the real details of it, but I was talking to someone at this pride brunch on that. I went to, I think it was Sunday or whatever. Um, that there's a big rumor that part of the like unrest was the LGBT community, like grieving over Judy Garland hmm. dying. Cause she died and I'm, I, this might be wrong that she died about, um, five days earlier, but her mm. funeral was like that day or, or a couple days earlier. Interesting. So that it, she, and at the time of her death, she was like a huge, L, she was like the first like Gaga Madonna. Like she mm-hmm. was outwardly spoken yeah. against like, you know, any homophobia and stuff like that. So she was a huge icon. So mm. they were all kind of like grieving and I think it was because they were kind of, I, I heard something that was like, because that time was like disrupting like the grieving for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think she was also really active in New York specifically mm-hmm. um, that, that kind of put tensions on high. Hmm. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Cause you would think there has to be something. Yeah. Why now over other times? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's multiple conflicting accounts over, uh, Marsha P. Johnson's role in the riots. Uh, some people say that she was in the bar when it started and threw a shot glass at a mirror. Uh, and that was kind of what started the whole thing. Other people say it was her throwing a brick at one of the police officers outside. Mm-hmm. Other people say she dropped a bag with a brick in it onto a cop car and it broke the windshield uh, and say that she wasn't there until even after Sylvia was there, um, which I think she, that's what she said in an interview that she gave, but it's also been kind of posed that maybe that was t- more to protect, uh, the movement, you know, cause she was so, she was such a figurehead and so important, uh, within the queer community in New York at the time, because she started, uh, the star house, which mm-hmm. was, um, kind of a queer community, kind of a queer, um, home for a lot of youth that were homeless. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of, obviously it was like a hectic time. This, these riots strung out over two days to a week. And it's still, if I remember correctly, Stonewall is still in the same place. Like, it's still the same bar. Yeah. And that bar is tiny. Yeah. It is very small. Um, yeah. And by, I think, the second day or maybe the, that following Monday, uh, there was already, there was a sign up in the window <laughs> asking people, like, be peaceful and behave Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> which kind of makes sense when you uh, think about the fact that it wasn't a queer owned. It was run by the mafia. mafia They're right. like, okay. Like, uh, we need this not to be know, like, here, please. <laughs> we were giving y'all a safe space when it was advantageous to us, but uh, mm-hmm. now we need y'all to calm down. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, too. I'm wondering if there's still a downstairs in I don't know that place, but we're going to go, we're going to go to Stonewall like early in our trip there because I'm worried by the the weekend. Yeah. I'm worried (laughs) you, I'm worried that we won't get in and I really want you to see it because it is really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and whole West Village and West Village is great too. Like that, yeah. it, it really has become a gay neighborhood over there for yeah. sure. So the Stonewall riots are kind of what began the. That was like the first. That's really what started like Pride, right? Right. Pride weekend. Like we need a place for yeah. ourselves. So it was I after think. that that the Gay Liberation Front group was formed, and on the first anniversary of the riot. Uh, that group organized the first gay pride parade. Boom. So. Here we are. 50 years later. 2016, June 24th, Obama made Stonewall the first, uh, the first national monument celebrating LGBT history. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's, it's a national, the, Stonewall and the area surrounding it is now a national monument. And it's protected. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, yeah, so that was actually the first, in 2016, the first monument dedicated to LGBT history. Does that make it uh, government-owned? I know that's a weird thing to say. Like, is the land Uh, government-owned? I don't think so. If it's a monument... That I yeah. think is it or just like whenever like I guess whenever the bar is ready to like give up being a bar <laughs> I guess it would become government land. No, like they're not going to kick them out. I think just but... the plaque is government. <laughs> I think oh. it just means there's a plaque. They get governmental money to preserve it. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful area. Like if you go over there, it's it's really you can tell it's really well maintained, yeah. and all the other gay bars like duplex and stuff around it are are reaping in the benefits. I'm sure, but well, that was great. Yeah. Education. And so now we all know a little bit more, which, yeah, to be honest, I didn't know all of that. And so no. I'm glad that I got to do a little And there's research. that movie that, like, screws with all the history of it that yeah, every so game rebukes. Of, there's a lot of um, anger over how the story has been kind of whitewashed and kind of erased trans and people of color from the story. Uh-huh. So it's good well, here remember. we are. HML setting the shit straight. Good to remember. Marsha P. Johnson, a Marcia black P. trans woman, uh-huh. and Sylvia Rivera, a Latinx trans woman. I keep wanting to say Sylvia Atencio, and I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is either. I don't know either. But I'm very excited to go to Pride and see what's going to happen. Like, it, there's so much happening. Maybe like, we'll throw another riot. <sighs> you know what? I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Um... <laughs> But yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go early because yeah. I want you to get in. We'll go back, but I will go like Wednesday night when oh, we get yeah, there. Absolutely. <gasps> Ooh, Wednesday morning. Oh no, let's do that. Cause all the, uh, a few of our memers are going to be in town that time. Let's yeah. all go to Stonewall. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to take a break and then when we come back, uh, I'm going to put you guys on the podcast, uh, if everything works according to my plan. Um, and yeah, so. do woo. Yes, it's my Honey, favorite. Honey, do you miss bitch? <laughs> Favorite video of Rachel. Anyway, welcome back. Um, so this week's podcast, what pod quest? Oh, we should have called it pod quest. Why? Because it's cute. Um, pod Q and gay. 
Okay. Uh, yes. I asked you for what pride means to you. Um, and listener. if you listen to me, you sent me a video. So you're about to hear yourself. Yay. So let's... Let's listen to somebody else's voices. Yeah, thank God. I'm so once. sick of it. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? It's me at Ty Ty Walls. That's T-Y-T-Y-W-A-L-L-S. And to me, pride means refusing to allow other people to dictate how I feel about myself. Because growing up... I always struggled with confidence, um, just always kind of felt bad. I was always putting myself down, and I allowed other people to sort of influence my thoughts. And nowadays, whenever I hear the term pride, it just kind of reminds me of how far I've come. Hi, long-time listener, first-time caller. You can intro me if you want, I don't know. Um, my thoughts on pride, if you're speaking specifically about like the month of pride or pride parade or whatever, I think everything it stands for is kind of really great and I feel like it's a great movement in the right direction. I think we're sustaining that really well. But I feel like now that I don't want to make anyone mad, but like the privileged should now turn their focus onto the LGBTQIA people who are still being marginalized like black trans women who need our help more than ever and I feel like we're really celebrating at a time and kind of ignoring something that's really going on that's really scary and there's still people that need our help but since everyone's on a parade and kind of dancing sometimes it just takes away and it makes it look like we're doing all well and good but there's a there's a small group of us who are are friends of Dorothy that need our help and we're not really doing that enough and that's kind of my thoughts on pride at the moment yes I'm, I'm... hi from Hubert, Florida <laughs> to me pride is a celebration of how far we've come as a community but also a time to reflect how much more we have to go um, in the fight towards equality I love that pride is so unique and vibrant and it really does bring out the best in everybody and it's really just a time to come together with our friends, celebrate, celebrate with our allies, those people who really truly and do support us and lift each other up but that's what pride is to me, it's a time to lift everybody up and lift ourselves up. This is Claudio and you can follow me at 20 nothing, that's 20 dot nothing. Pride to me is a time for the LGBT community to be visible. And I think that that's really important in doing so unapologetically in any way possible, whether it's wearing glitter, whether it's wearing your leather harness, whether it's, you know, going shirtless and in your bikini thing, whatever it is, just get out there, show who you are, put those rainbows on and let society know that we are here and we deserve equality. Like, damn, what the hell is going on? We need, we need this energy out there all the time. Hey, HML. Pride is what queer people have transformed shame and stigma into. It is remembering that simply existing as a queer person used to be punishable criminal behavior at the time of the Stonewall riots, while also acknowledging that equality under the law is still lacking. Pride to me is as much a celebration embracing diversity in the human experience as it is a public dissent against oppressive laws and societal norms. 
Hi all, it's me, Carter, the best podcast consultant of all time, even though Tyler is super mean to me and tries to kick me down. I'm still thriving, I'm blooming, and don't worry you all, Tyler still loves me. Right, Tyler? Um, but anyways, getting to the point of this video, um, what pride means to me is taking a moment to go back and think about that personal acceptance journey that I took to say that I'm gay to not only myself, but to my friends, to my family, and to the rest of the world. It is what makes all of us in the community so unique and so different from everybody else because that kind of experience just really changes who you are and just makes you so self-aware of not only yourself but other people. I think that's where our compassion comes in as a community. I think it's why people are so attracted to us because we just, just by going through that experience, we just don't pay attention to a lot of the bullshit out there in the world. And um, it's amazing to go to bars and to parades and to events this entire month and just take that all in and share with people that experience and be with people who just understand you at a fundamental level. Um, that is what I feel when I go to Pride. And so that is what Pride means to me. Love you bitches. Talk to you later in the weeks. Bye. Pride means to me equality because it's an opportunity for us to be one with the world and show that we are equal in all areas in life and um, we get to be exactly who we want to be. So that's what Pride means to me. You can follow me at The Liquor Mini on Instagram or Liquor Mini on Twitter. Happy Pride! So much is happening in this video too. You got the old school TV, you've got my retainer, you got my hair. Um, but it did also take me a second to sort of figure out what pride meant to me and what is really uh, marinating in my mind right now is just the ability to be as authentic as possible at every stage of your life, uh, whatever age, whatever ethnicity, uh, whatever background you have that we are able to create the space to have that authentic feeling within ourselves and be able to share that as often and as much as we'd like. So I am extremely happy to be and proud to be part of this community. And I'm grateful that we have the space for us here in Dallas um, that we can share with each other. And hopefully we can continue to share with the world as far as being prideful and authentic as possible. So thanks Homo's Modern Life. Hi. This is JP from episode five. To me, pride is something where it's about showing ourselves to the world, but more importantly, it's our showing ourselves to our own community. You know, it's fun and everything. There's a lot of politics to go around it based on how our community interacts with everywhere else. But I think it's important to know that pride is also for the kid who got kicked out of their home at 16, or the teacher who got fired based on who they married, or someone who for the first time in a while can feel comfortable in their own skin. So it's important about showing ourselves to the world and our warm, embracing spirit, but it's about being welcoming to our own community too. Pride to me means family, because even if you don't have a supportive family that you were born into, you have the ability to create a chosen family that will love and support you for exactly who you are. Be sure to find me on social media. Just look for Candy Isle on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Happy Pride, everyone. Pride to me means being visible for 
horror cult telling you what pride means to me um lately i've seen a lot of anger in the community and what quote pride really means end quote but um you know such as pride is and should be a protest pride is a celebration but i think when you step back and you look at it pride is all of that and more. I mean, we wouldn't have pride if we didn't fight, and we wouldn't fight if we weren't proud. Um, to me, I guess, pride is a time of remembrance, and I mean that in more than one way. I remember um, the ashamed boy that I used to be, the proud gay man that I have become, and the struggle that our community has endured for almost all of time. Um, a time to remember those that we've lost. But it's also a time to remember to celebrate. Um, to remember to thank those that have helped us get this far. And really just to remember that the fight still isn't over. Homo's Mother in Life asked me what does pride mean for me and at first i was like girl this is a tough question but you know after just thinking for a little while i was like no girl you got this this is easier than you think so here it goes pride for me is definitely just being honest with myself being honest with the person i am and the person who i show to the world you know being happy with me with what I like with what I do with who I am and who I love and not being ashamed of that and being like able to show it to the world and it doesn't matter if they like it or not or even if they hate it I'm happy with that and I'm cool with that and nobody can take that away from me, you know? So, that, that right there is pride for me. Thanks for sharing, guys. Thanks for sharing, guys. That was fantastic. I haven't yeah. actually listened to any no, of them yet. Sh- because we're not I'm not going to tell them that. Oh, sh- oh, um, oh shush, fuck, shush, fuck, shit. Don't fuck. ruin the magic. Fuck. Magic. Like, when I said I was going to put in spa music and I forgot. Magic. Well, it's fine. Like, when there was 18 minutes of silence at the end of the podcast. Yeah, okay, you know, somewhat, some, what, sometimes I'm drunk and I make mistakes. <laughs> Are we surprised? No. But do we expect it? Yes. yes. Um, but thanks for listening. Uh... Follow us on Instagram if you don't already. I don't know how yeah. you found this podcast, but it's at Homo's Modern Life. That's me. And I'm Andy from Boy Story. The Andy, the Dandy, Spadandy. Um, please also go to iTunes. 
Give us a little five star rate. Get a little boop, boop, boop. Review. Someone compared us to JVN's podcast. I feel very, I love that. very, very loved and appreciated. And JVN, you want to come on? It's fine. We can party. It'll be great. Yeah. We'll take a shot. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. It's been grand. Happy Pride. We are off to New York. I am actually planning on editing this on the plane. Um, and I will be I bother you then. posting it from New York. Oh, bitch, I'm going to make you watch so you can do this. Um, watch. <laughs> it's um, a podcast. It's an audio no, medium. Learn. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be in New York by the time this comes up. So if you see us, please come say hi. It I have a lot of followers Tyler's in New York. Yeah. Um, no, please we're going to get together with a few of our memer buddies, Latin Tony, Shady Gay Room, Shady Blunts, I think is going to uh-huh. be there. Um, Drunk Gay Boy. Uh, I should have pulled sure. up the group when I started saying uh, names. Uh, the Bougie vodka? Mess. The Bougie Mess. Sure. Um, but yeah, we'll be with a bunch of them. Uh, we would all really love to see you guys. Who's in it? Uh, who did I not say? Uh, oh, Xanax Smoothies too. Uh, Oh, my boo. I love Zan. Wait, um, two? Yeah, Xanax smoothies. Oh, you were just saying also, comma as two. Well. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was. I thought you were saying Xanax smoothies um, too. Like, but it would be great. Follow up. Yeah, okay. I'm going to probably be drunk if you see me. Um, I have to visit my grandmother, so that's the only time you'd probably Oma. see me not drunk. Um, but yeah, it'll be great. Oh, 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 we're what? also going on Babel of the Exes next yes, week. Yes, we officially. are. Please um, listen. Another beautiful podcast. Uh, we are recording I'm Thursday. So excited. Um, why are you pointing at JP? Oh, face the microphone. Well, don't make motion and distract me. Anyway, yeah, I'm so excited. Me too. And we're out of here. Our first guest spot. I know. Here we are. It's real. It's real. It's happening. Hallelujah. Well, have a great day. Have a great evening. Whatever you. Whatever you're doing. But bye. Bye. Fare thee well.